you you get run support. You get run support. We all get run support for Josiah Gray. This is what the doctor ordered yesterday at City Field, and we're gonna dissect that win. What a beautiful one for this Nationals team. You are locked on Nationals, your daily Washington Nationals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And thank you for making Locked On Nationals your first listen every day as we are free and available wherever you get your podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Clary, and I have taken my fandom for this team into podcast form here with the Locked On Podcast Network, where you get your team every single day. And that is what we get into this morning as the Nationals won 5 to nothing last night against the New York Vets on the back of a stud with Josiah Gray. And he has, let's let's rip the Band-Aid off right here, right now. We're going to talk about this game here for this next few to 10 minutes here on Locked On Nationals. We got to dissect that win last night. And then we're going to get into a little bit of the bullpen and really this resurgence that I have been talking about with this bullpen. And that is headed by Mason Thompson and Hunter Harvey and Carl Edwards Jr. We're going to get into those guys a little bit later in the show. We're also going to kick around a trade rumor. Not a rumor, really, but something that I am very interested in as someone in the media threw around a trade possibility for former Washington National superstar Juan Soto. And I would love to get into that because it involves Shohei Otani. We're going to talk about that a little bit later, but as I said, we're going to start by dissecting last night's win. And here's the gist with Josiah Gray, because that was the highlight of that Nationals win last night. And honestly, we got a glimpse of what this team could do with run support, because there's no secret out there. This Nationals team has struggled to score runs, and in particular, this Nationals team has struggled to score runs when you have guys like Mackenzie Gore and Josiah Gray up on the hill. But that was not the case as the Nationals put on two runs in the first three innings, which honestly we haven't really seen too much out of. And then ultimately we had a couple more later, but in that second inning, Kibet Ruiz hits an absolute mammoth shot for a home run. That was huge just to get things started. And honestly, not even to mention the fact that Kibet Ruiz has quietly kind of been turning it around at the plate. And honestly, to see that ball fly 415 feet, went 105 miles per hour off the bat, that is what we expect and what we want to see from the former top prospect. You're starting to see things click for him at the plate as he's starting to take pitches the other way. And he's always been a very tough out in general, as he doesn't really strike out too much, kind of like his friend Luis Garcia over at second base, who we're going to definitely get into a little bit later as he got in that second spot. But this is what we have been talking about. This is the problem that this national team has had, and that is producing runs to help support your young pitchers. We talk about the defense and how Davey Martinez last year talked about how the defense certainly was not helping when it came to pitching, and that is 1,000% true. 
But now this year, what is that? It's the offense that hasn't been good. And so on nights like last night, that is when you see Josiah Gray at his best. Bases loaded jam. Starling Marte up. 3-2 count. 3-0 ball game. What does he do? He strikes him out on a beautiful slider down and away or a sweeper, whatever you want to call it. And that is what this Nationals team hasn't been able to do so far this year is to be able to get in those situations with a couple run lead. You can put a guy on. You can walk someone on when it's runners on the corners when you have a fluffed up lead. It's comfort. That is the important thing when it comes to pitching, especially for these young guys. You know, a lot of people may just overthink that and think that, well, how does that really affect them? Because they're not on the offensive side of things. It doesn't really matter what they do. All they have to do is get out, right? Well, no. You know what's a little more comfortable than a zero to zero game? Two or three to nothing. How about that? Get the run support out there. Help your pitchers out. Make him feel like he's not in a situation to where he has to get that out. Make him feel comfortable to put someone on the base when you have an open base. And then you get the Starling Marte, and guess what? You strike him out. You get in those situations that help you win ball games. And this is the kind of development that you will continue to see as this season goes on. Yes, there will be more frustrating moments than probably bright moments, for being honest. But moments like last night in City Field, Queens, New York, under the bright lights against a supposedly very good New York Mets squad, Josiah Gray comes out on top. He shuts down the New York Mets. And in doing that, he generated 20 swings and misses. And a lot of people were like, oh, it's a strike either way. That's 20 strikes, whatever. No. Swings and misses do matter especially going against a loaded lineup like the New York Mets with a couple heavy left-handed hitters in there, Daniel Vogelbach. It's a tough situation to be in, especially for these young caliber pitchers like a Josiah Gray and Mackenzie Gore. But the most important aspect of this entire thing, when you're talking about a young, rebuilding national squad, is when moments like last night, you take advantage of that. And that is what the Nationals did. Obviously, not even to mention, Luis Garcia getting moved into the second hole last night was probably one of the better decisions that Davey Martinez has done all year as that worked out tremendously for him in that squad because Luis Garcia had a couple hits for the Washington Nationals as he went actually one hit got on base a few more times, and honestly, that is what this team kind of needed. And I I expect to see this from Davey Martinez. I expect to see a little bit more adjustments rather than just sticking with a lineup for two weeks, have it not work for about a week, and then make the change. Davey Martinez shouldn't be afraid to make changes like these because then you have moments like last night when you have Luis Garcia. You stick with the hot bat, and what does he do? He drills a double into the gap late in the game to make it a nice, comfortable lead for this national squad. And that is the biggest part of this 2023 national squad is that we do have pitching on the team. If we haven't realized, pitching is certainly not the 
problem with this team. Trevor Williams has pitched his ass off. Josiah Gray, Mackenzie Gore, we've talked about them. They've been great. Chad Cool, even. Not that bad. Patrick Corbin, we'll talk about that another day. But right now for today, it is a positive light show, which is what we deserve. Because we have had some dark times. We've been on the bumpy roads. But last night was a beautiful place, as Davey Martinez would say. So when talking about the Nationals playing against the Mets, there may be a little dark light in that situation. Not a lot of optimism. But after seeing what we did last night with just a little bit of run support to make Josiah feel a little bit more comfortable out there, that is a key momentum shifter for a team that needs all the momentum in the world. In the world. And now we're starting to see that. You're starting to see that turn and actually mean something for this Nationals team. And also, with the pitching, I've talked about the bullpen and how I believe that that is the strength of this team. And I certainly still believe that heading into August, or not August, April 26th of 2023. And so we do have to talk about this bullpen as honestly. Last night, the performance from Mason Thompson was something that I haven't really seen in a while. Because he had four strikeouts in three innings pitch. May not seem that impressive to you, but we have to talk about this Nationals bullpen because they're starting to prove us what we really, really thought so far in 2023. But before we get into that, I have to tell you guys about my friends over from So Rare. And here's the gist of that. So Rare is a revolutionary fantasy baseball game and marketplace transforming fans into owners with officially licensed digital cards, unlike featuring players from across all 30 MLB teams. And here's this, Josiah, not Josiah Gray, Julio Rodriguez and Juan Soto, they're partners with So Rare, so that just makes it even a cooler experiment. And MLB game weeks happen twice weekly and span a three to four day cycle. At the end of the week's, so rare MLB MLB managers who rank at or near the top of their leaderboards win a variety of rewards, which can include so rare scarcity cards, game tickets, merchandise, signed jerseys, and VIP experiences like meeting MLB stars. Prizes may vary depending on the competition. And here's the thing. Head to SoRare.com slash LockedOn. That's spelled S-O-R-A-R-E.com to draft your team of free player cards, set your lineup, and start competing today to win epic rewards. Again, that's SoRare.com slash LockedOn to start playing today. And before we get into the bullpen topic, I also need to tell you guys about our friends over on FanDuel. And Grand Slams, no hitters, and double plays are back, and there's no better place to get in on the MLB action than FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. That's right, because right now, new customers can get up to the plate with a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on, sign up, place your first bet, and get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you don't win. So we know the Nationals are playing tonight. Guess what? I'm going to spray a little money on the Nationals' money line. We're going to ride this hot streak out as we have our guy, Mackenzie Gore, on the hill tonight for the Nationals. So why not? Let's put it on the money line. 
will take a Nationals win. So don't miss your chance to get a no sweat first, but up to no $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. And now we get into some of the bullpen stats for the Washington Nationals. As honestly, I've been talking about this, and it's not about me. None of this is about me. It's about us here. But when I've, I've been talking about this Nationals bullpen for a while now and how I truly do believe that this bullpen is a legit, pretty solid bullpen considering the fact that we're not that talented of a team. And you saw that with Mason Thompson last night going three innings, only giving up one hit, striking out four, and continuing the success of that Daniel Hudson trade that we got Mason Thompson for back in 2021. And listen, before we get into diving into this bullpen, if I was a GM, every single offseason, I would be signing someone in the zone of a Daniel Hudson type, someone who is a reliable veteran piece, who is healthy, and that is someone that you can trade at the deadline. Because here's the thing. This is what we got. And honestly, Mason Thompson was expected to be this good the entire time. When we got him, not a lot of people knew about him. Bullpen guys aren't the flashiest of prospects. But at the end of the day, you see how valuable they are, especially for a team that may lack in the starting pitching department. But now searching at, looking at this, guys like a Hunter Harvey, you claim from the Orioles, a former first-round pick, someone you know who has the stuff, he just hadn't been able to put it together at the starting level. But you put him in the bullpen, you work on his pitches, and you have guys that treat him the way that he wants to be treated when it comes to the bullpen. Because you're starting to see these pieces come together in that bullpen for this national squad. In talking about Mason Thompson and what he does, this is someone who I believe, I think we're actually even using him in the wrong role for what he should be doing which is being a setup guy or a closer. But last night you saw him come out there for three innings. Three innings for a bullpen guy. Someone who's not really accustomed to doing all of this work. But here they are. This Nationals bullpen is pretty damn good so far in 2023, as here's the gist of it. The ERA right now is at a 3-4-3 for this bullpen, but I think the story lies a little bit of a bigger picture when it comes to this, because when talking about this Nationals bullpen, I don't think you can leave out guys like a Carl Edwards Jr., who a lot of people just look over and think that, oh yeah, like he's nice when he gets out there, but no, this guy has been effective. He's been striking out guys. Erasmo Ramirez has seemed to settle down a little bit after having a rough few starts. And yes, some people may ask, who cares about Erasmo Ramirez? I understand that. But at the end of the day, he has been pitching pretty well so far for the Nationals, as right now we sit with a war of just about, I would say, a 0.6 on fan graphs, while other teams like the Orioles have a 1.8. Now there is a big difference in that, but for a team that's in a rebuild, that you'll be shipping off some of these bullpen pieces like a Kyle Finnegan, for example, or an Erasmo Ramirez, or whoever may else be coming up 
and who may be developing down in the bullpen. That is the important stuff for this team right now. We talked about comfort when it comes to defense and getting leads and run production. You know what else is comfort for the Nationals team? Is knowing that you have a bullpen that can hold it down for just a little while. And that in itself is as valuable as anything else that this Nationals team can have. Because when you have a Josiah Gray and a Mackenzie Gore who are still developing and even bringing Cade Cavalli to this fold, talking about next year, having guys in the bullpen knowing that you can pull Josiah Gray a little early to go to someone like a Mason Thompson or a Hunter Harvey. That is the type of stuff that you can do when you have a solid bullpen that you can rely on and trust. Because in years past, we've seen Nationals bullpens just be outright bad. Like in 2019, that entire year, it was a bad bullpen. But guess what? You just have a few of those pieces like a Sean Doolittle and a Daniel Hudson and a Tanner Rainey who will be coming back at some point for the Nationals. That stuff adds up. And not only does it add up, it is integral to winning in the postseason and in the regular season. So with this Nationals team, I expect to see guys like Erasmo Ramirez flipped at the deadline. I expect to see Kyle Finnegan in another jersey by August. But if you can get guys in return like a Mason Thompson or a Hunter Harvey, or someone who just hasn't really panned out, then I like that instance. And that is why I would be signing little veteran bullpen guys to contract every single offseason that I could. Because when discussing guys like uh, Hunter Harvey or Mason Thompson or even a Thaddeus Ward, who I think has been very good so far, by the way, that is value. So today's episode, if you can tell, it has been about value for this team and the Nationals because that is what 2023 is all about. We've talked about the two Ds. It's drafting and developing. Mason Thompson, Hunter Harvey, Thaddeus Ward, all these guys are developing and they are works in progress. But you're starting to see early results of what a Mason Thompson or a Hunter Harvey or a Thaddeus Ward could be doing for this Nationals squad. And so when I look at Thaddeus Ward, yes, maybe the numbers aren't what you would want them to be. But you see the stuff. You see the slider. And also this guy is recovering from Tommy John still. He just had it within the last two years. So this guy is still on the recovery. And he's still working his way back up to get that first game action that he has over the last few weeks in the major leagues, not getting called up with the Red Sox being a Pretty relatively high prospect for them. Someone that they did believe in is important. And this will continue to be the trend for this Nationals team when you get a Tanner Rainey back. When you trade for, who knows, maybe another Mason Thompson at the deadline. When you ship off a Dominic Smith. Or who knows, you ship off a Sean Doolittle if he ever gets healthy again. All these little things that go into the puzzle do matter. And a lot of people will just love to look past that, but not here, not me. I don't think anyone should be because these things do matter for a team, not only trying to be in a winning situation, but who are currently in a rebuild. 
bullpen is everything when it comes to postseason and winning baseball games. But now I want to kick around this trade idea that I saw the other day that I think is wildly interesting, and it has to do with Shohei Otani and our old friend, Juan Soto. We're going to get into that, but before we do that, I got to tell you guys about our friends over at Ultimate Baseball Jam, and this is the coolest game I've played in a long time. I've always thought I could be a great MLB GM, but guess what? It's not that easy. If you've had the same thought, which I'm sure you have at some point, when especially talking about this Nationals team, you're talking about how don't you re-sign Trey Turner? How don't you extend this? How don't you extend that? We love to play GM here in D.C., and that is why Ultimate Baseball GM has you covered. You get to hire the right coaches. You get to extend your players, and you even get to trade your players. Imagine that. You get to sit in Mike Rizzo's chair, and that is the most fun thing that I could even think of. It is a dream to be a GM, right? You get to pick your own team, set your budget on bats, whatever it may be, Ultimate Baseball GM, they've got you. So Locked On Nationals listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo Locked On in the game store. So make sure to check it out. To download the game, just visit probaseballgm.com, scan the code, or look it up in the app stores. That's probaseballgm.com, Ultimate Baseball GM. Start your dynasty today. And now we get back into it as I saw this trade proposal yesterday for Juan Soto going to the Los Angeles or Anaheim Angels, whatever you want to call them, for Shohei Otani. And wow, imagine that trade for a second because we talked about Juan Soto just last week and how he's been off to this slow start. And yeah, we know it's a little tough for him right now. But would you even consider this deal? I love Juan Soto. And I love Shohei Otani. But what would you do for this deal? What is the point of this deal? Because I wanted to see this. And I was like, okay. I mean, Shohei Otani is a little bit older. But when you consider the fact that Shohei Otani is definitely a top 10 pitcher in all of baseball, And then when you combine his hitting, he's a top 10 hitter in all of baseball. And I think Juan Soto is also a top 10 hitter in all of baseball. And I think he's going to be a historically great hitter. And yes, I still believe in that. Would I make that trade? Yes. In a heartbeat. I love Juan Soto. I love what he can do. I love the the swag from him. I love everything about Juan Soto. I'm a Juan Soto guy. But when you can get a player like Shohei Otani, who is seriously just touching the prime of his career in my mind, I'm doing that in a heartbeat. And honestly, hear this out. I don't even think you could do that trade with just Juan Soto. I think the Angels would ask for more, which I think is very reasonable. Now, how much more do I think? Do I think it's Juan Soto and three of their top prospects? No. But I think it's Juan Soto and one of their top prospects. I don't think it's going to be someone like a Jackson Merrill, who is a first-round pick and someone who is a top-20 prospect right now in baseball. But damn, when you consider what Shohei has done, and I still believe Shohei Otani is one of the least talked-about people in sports when considering what he does every five nights, and other than that, 
every six to seven nights a week. Shohei Otani is probably the best player that I have ever seen in any single sport. It is no doubt in my mind that what he does is greater than what anyone else does in all of sports. So to trade Juan Soto, who I believe is up in that conversation as well for the best hitters in baseball, think about that for a second. You're telling me that you're not going to make that trade for a top pitcher in all of baseball and a top hitter in all of baseball for Juan Soto, and you have the opportunity to pay him whatever he wants? And listen, we all know this about Shohei. He's from Japan. He's going to want to stick on the West Coast. That is what has been reported. So when you're talking about the West Coast, you're talking about the Angels, the Dodgers, the Giants, the Mariners, and the Padres. Not a lot of options there. I don't think the Mariners will be forking over that money. I don't believe that the A's certainly will not be forking over that money. And honestly, I don't even know if the Angels will be. So I break. I think it comes down to the Dodgers and the Padres. And if I was the Padres, absolutely I'm making that deal. And it's nothing to do with Juan Soto's struggles. But when you have a lifetime great, all-time great, and when I mean all-time great, undoubtedly an all-time great with Shohei Otani, you make that trade. You make that trade any day of the week. And a lot of Nationals fans may be a little bit upset about that, which I understand. We still love Juan Soto here. We still talk about him. He's still very relevant considering the massive trade that we made just last year. But I am making that trade, and Juan Soto will be on three different teams in the span of just two years. And guess what? I am perfectly okay with that. I will do that trade any day of the week. So thank you for making Locked On Nationals your first listen every day. And now you can make Locked On Fantasy Baseball your first listen. But before that, tomorrow's show, we'll be talking about this game once again as Mackenzie Gore takes the mound for the Washington Nationals tonight. And as we've been saying, our ace taking the mound once again. I'll talk to you guys on the flip side. Thank you for tuning in and have a good day.